The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. All right, you hear that music, you know the show. You listen to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters. Boy, there's a lot that matters to me. I hope it matters to you guys as well, but I'm going to tell you what matters to me. What's extremely important to me is the fact that there are some rookies that are living a dream. That, that, that's just, that's amazing to me. I, you know, I, I doubt that there are very few people in the world who actually have a dream as a child and they actually get a chance to live that dream. There, there are many of professional football players that get a chance to live that dream. There's only one aspect that they all get to experience, and that is to be in a training camp for the first time of their lives. Living the dream, that's what matters to me. So that's what we're going to talk a little bit about today on today's show. But uh, I also want to throw that number out there in case any of you like to call in 888 888- Three four six nine one four four. You can join me here at Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I, of course, am here in Phoenix, living like it matters. Let me tell you something else that matters to me. This whole Deflategate thing, you know, it's it, you know each time we think it's going away because I think that's what everybody thought here that this thing was going to go away because you know they said it was conversation going on. And again, from me, you're getting from me the same information I'm getting from you. We're having a conversation here. Right now I'm talking. You can have a chance to talk if you call in. Uh, but the same reports you're getting, I'm getting these same reports. Now, I do have a couple sources, but I care not to reveal my sources. After all, people don't do that. But um, <laughs> this whole thing about the cell phone being destroyed, why? Destroyed? Really? Now, what does that sound like other than guilt, if nothing else? What does that sound like? That sounds like guilt. So, of course, what does Roger have to do? Roger has to stand firm. Now, these other people, you know, who are defending Tom Brady, of course, they've got to defend him. They're his legal team. The Players Association has even stepped in to the point to assist him in this appeal. But really, circumstantial evidence, sometimes circumstantial evidence is no evidence, but you created, and, and there's enough circumstantial evidence there to, to create a scenario of which one must be guilty. And when you get to the point where one destroys the only device that could prove, now here's the thing about it is, it's not the only device. <laughs> the fact of the matter is, I really can't believe and I, you know, as a matter of fact, I'm just going to give it a demand on Suits. That, that, that's, that's, that's Tom Brady. You know, Tom Brady, you know, his alter ego, really. You can see him on Suits in case you, you don't watch the show. Check it out. That's Tom Brady. But Tom, 
my man on suits would know destroying the cell phone doesn't get rid of the information that was transmitted. All they got to do is just subpoena the records from AT&T or whatever your carrier was. Your text is still there. What the hell? You're one of the smartest quarterbacks we ever had in the National Football League when it comes to football. But this is common damn sense, man. Really? You're going to destroy the device to think you got rid of the evidence? Come on. We've been telling everybody. Once you push send, it's there forever. It's forever green. It doesn't go anywhere. But, but to simply destroy the device, what does that achieve other than to make people think that you're guilty? Isn't that something? And it was actually in the interview with Ted Wells and his investigation team that Brady had instructed his assistant to destroy the cell phone he had been using since early November 2014, a period of time that included the AFC title game in the initial weeks of the subsequent investigation. Gil T. Come on, Tom. That's terrible. That's some terrible times shit right there, really. I I wanted I wanted Tom Brady and the New England Patriots to finally just step up and man up. Like 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 you know what? I'm telling you, everybody, Mr. Kraft, you know, you, you can like him or you can hate him. But Mr. Kraft, I'm telling you, Mr. Kraft probably had a conversation with Tom Brady, and I'm going to tell you what. I don't know if Mr. Kraft had anything to do with this part of the investigation and t- instructing Tom what to do, but I think Mr. Kraft knew that Tom was guilty. Now, now it's all come. Now, as far as I'm concerned, everything is re- you know, it's right there on the table. Mr. Kraft, when Mr. Kraft threw his hands up, yeah, you got the other owners out there to say, hey, man, this is going to tarnish the league and we really don't need to go through this. And, you know, we don't need to open up Pandora's box because all this other stuff may reveal itself. Mr. Kraft threw in the towel. He's like, OK, it's a million dollars. OK, it's four game suspension. But it is what it is. I don't want to go through all this to reveal some other stuff that nobody knows about just to prove that I'm guilty when I'm guilty. We're guilty, Tom. Now, Tom goes out and gets this, you know, this all-star, you know, legal team to, to do this? Really? And you, this legal team, you had the same information. Now, <laughs> there comes a point in time where, man, you have to understand, you know, who, who, who you're up against. And I'm pretty sure with the stance that well, let's say the punishment that was delivered via Troy Vincent that was already conversed and approved with Roger Goodell that they had all their ducks in order. They had to have all their ducks in order. I mean, think about what's been going on in the life of the National Football League. They can't afford, you know, they don't want those blemishes. Roger, this man is making money for a reason. This reason right here is the reason why he stood up to Tom Brady. If he had something about it's probably the it's, it's no doubt in my mind that this man had the same conversation that they have right now. You can believe it's not just this moment that Tom Brady is aware of the fact 
that he told Ted Wells and their team that he had that phone destroyed. He didn't just, oh, by the way, I just remembered that I told them that. They've been kind to you. They've been saying to you, come on, Tom, really? We, we got enough, man. Just stop. Enough is enough. This bit of information right here is enough. That Tom Brady should, we, you're wasting money. Who's paying this legal team? If the Players Association is playing any legal team to represent Tom Brady on this, and you haven't called the folks over there from AT&T and Sprint and, and anybody else to let you know, would you like to see the text? You can come into the office or, or, or somehow we can get you the text. It's here. It's there. <sighs> this is just embarrassing. It really is. And now what it does, in my mind, this tarnishes the accomplishments of the New England Patriots years ago now. Now all of a sudden we got to go back and, 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 and Spygate and all that. Oh man, yeah, they're guilty. They're, they're guilty on everything now. This is not good. This, this, is, this is not good at all. This is, this is, just, this is just simply, it's, it's terrible. It's terrible to think that this is, you know, that you would go this far to perpetuate a lie that you know eventually is going to reveal itself because of discovery. And in discovery, they, they had this discovery conversation with you already. And what evidence, is, what, you, you know, do you know this, destroying evidence is a crime in itself. What in the world is wrong with these people? Is this just me, 888-346-9144? Is somebody else feeling the same way too? Now, I think we might need to go back and put an asterisk next to the Super Bowls that they won where they could have been cheating. This is terrible. Now you got another dude on there who's a murderer. That you, you, you knew his background. You, you investigated him. You had some information on him. You might have knew about some things he was involved in before the one he was involved in. Eventually, they took him to court. Bill Belichick, I like Bill Belichick. I don't. He, he may not like me. He, he probably don't. I'm, I, he may know me, or that's not important. But this, this, this tarnishes Bill Belichick a little bit here. Tom, we, we're just done with you, man. Really. I'm just, I'm just really pissed because I didn't want it to come. I would have rather been some other kind of investigation and Tom really fought real hard because, you know, he maybe have said this, maybe have said, he may have texted this, he may have texted that. He, you know, the balls, you know, no, the balls, it, no. If, he, if you show me, you know, some footage where he touched the ball, he's guilty. Because that's, I mean, you're a professional, man. I can touch a ball and I can tell you if it's deflated. So if it got to that point where there was some evidence where they could roll the camera and see camera two, zoom in, two, camera two. Tom's got the ball, he's touching it, he's flopping it, he's throwing it on the ground, he's bouncing in the air, he's tossing it. Guilty. Guilty. But to, to say that you destroyed the cell phone, this is just crazy. This is This is ridiculous. I feel like I'm having a moment here, man. <laughs> I just, I don't know if I can get past this. Because now I'm thinking about maybe the suspensions weren't enough. Now, four games, 
No. Where are those people at now to say four games is way too much? Where are those people at now? I didn't even watch the big boy shows this morning because I didn't even, I didn't want I didn't I, I didn't want them to tarnish what I was gonna say. I want them to have no one I'll just you're gonna get it straight from me. This is what I believe. I believe he's guilty. Four games, yes. You know, it might be five games now. If I, if I could increase it, I would increase it. But four games, he's, he's got to go. Ain't no reduction of no, no, no. Four games, got to go. And the fine for a million dollars, all that stays in place. Now I'm, now I'm considering an asterisk. That's the next thing I want to consider. I might want to consider an asterisk on a game. Just, just because. You did it for a reason. Why deflate the ball? If it gives you no advantage or, or is not a disadvantage to somebody else, advantage to you, then why do it? Leave it the way it is. Yes, I got something on my chest I'm going to get off today. But listen, we're going to take a break. You listen to Rail the Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters. We'll be right back after this break. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. So Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga Racecourse. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the 3 is very much the one to be. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely disagree. Spicer, especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins next week, I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. Now you can take your favorite Voice America radio program with you anywhere. Sign up for our mobile app if you have an iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. The Voice America interactive radio player, powered by Aircast, gives you the freedom to listen to any of our programs anywhere, live, and on demand. No registration is required. Listen to your favorite Voice America hosts and discover new ones. Download the Voice America mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry, powered by Aircast. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. You hear that music, you know the show. You listen to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters. What matters to me is there are National Football League players that, for the first time in their life, that are going to get a chance to live a dream. They're living a dream. These are young men who were younger 
men or young boys, whatever you want to call them, teenagers who would one day dream, aspire to one day be professional football players. And, and there's other things that have happened to them that have given them a chance to be closer to realizing the dream. But they actually start living the dream a couple days ago. The teams went into training camp and, and put a uniform, put a helmet on, put shoulder pads on, put cliques on, competed against all the other teammates, participated in activities with all the other teammates. They are officially on the team, which is a member of the National Football League. See, that's what I tell a lot of people. People fail to realize that once a person puts on a uniform, until they're fired or they're cut, cut, fired, different words, different terminology, mean the exact same thing. You have been terminated from your employer. So whether you're fired or cut, you're no longer part of the organization. These, these men are part of the team. So you, you, you play for the Philadelphia Eagles. You play for the Arizona Cardinals. You play for the Cleveland Browns. And shout out to the Arizona Cardinals. They have a young lady who is actually in training camp. And, and she is participating in the intern position as a coach. And um, she actually, um, you know, had a chance to... Uh, she actually had a chance to, you know... Uh, to be a part, I mean, she, she's a part of the Arizona Cardinals football team. She's a coach. First time in history. And so, um, shout out to the Cardinals for that. But I, but those guys live in that dream. We're going to talk more about that, but I, I want to go back to Tom Brady just a little bit, and then I'm going to get into these men that are living the dream, because that, that's something special I want you to understand. But I, I want to go back to what I believe is, you know, if, if this is in the courts, and they tried to have a settlement outside of court of the court before it actually was brought before a judge. And so if they continue on with this, and Tom is the one who I guess is pursuing this in a court, because the NFL just decided that they had the right, because of who they were and, and how they run their league to basically to, to bring on some discipline to one of its players, and the player wanted to challenge that, and I guess the way you challenge that is you decide to take it to court. And so if this is actually in court, and if it makes it into a court of a court, a court is a court of law. And normally, if you break the law, there, there are consequences to breaking the law. But it's my understanding that, you know, this is football, and it's not really the law of the land, but I guess there's some consequences and repercussions to what you do in football that legally you could be held accountable for. And so if that's the case, then also wouldn't that mean that destroying evidence is against the law? So is there some further consequences that the law and the court could bring against Tom Brady? You know, this is getting complicated, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> this is, uh, is kind of crazy. I mean, it really is. So, you know, and, and, you know it's, if the case has to, for, to federal court, Brady is expected to argue, you know, he, you know, to federal court. 
So if, if this goes to federal court, I mean, really, you don't go. You, you, if two people just have some kind of dispute for whatever reason, you, you can't just get taxpayer dollars and judges and, and jury to sit around, people to take off work to come in and sit down and listen to some BS. So this is beyond some BS. This, this is something that must be somehow construed in the world of sports of breaking some law. Because otherwise, why is it in the court? So I'd be interested to see, okay, okay, you, when you do, you, you, you speed, you, you know, you get caught stealing, you know, you, 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 you assault someone, there are, you know, charges to be brought against you. And, you know, if, if there's a sentence you could serve. What the hell is this? I'm confused. 888-346-9144. If somebody knows the answer to that, call and tell me. You know, what could the real consequences in the court of law be, in a federal court be for this here kind of BS? Is this what we got? We, are we paying people for this? I mean, really? Are, are we really paying a judge? We taking taxpayers' dollars at a federal court to have somebody sit down and discuss, did he know that the balls were deflated or not? I mean, really? You see, there's people all over the world that are starving. We paying the judges. Judges make at least, come on, you know they six figures. Some of them may be seven. I don't know. I know a couple friends. I got some friends that are judges. I could call them and find out. But really? This is what our taxpayer dollars is going to be for if somebody deflated the ball or, or did not. If you, if you text him or you didn't text him, you destroyed your phone, all this stuff. And this is taxpayers' dollars. And we paying for this shit, this internet radio. I can say that. We paying for this shit. This is crazy. Now let me talk about something that really matters. Man, I'm sorry. Ooh. See, I'm born and raised in Hall of Fame City. Shout out to the best city in the world, as far as I'm concerned. Canton, Ohio. Shout out to the Cam McKinley Bulldogs, too. It's now one city, one school. We went through that process. As a matter of fact, I was part of the, the, the first scenario we had to go through to go from four schools to two. I was a part of that. First graduating class, 1977. I'm proud to say that. And now they went through it again, went through two to one. Still right there where the Pro Football Hall of Fame is on the campus of the Canton McKinley High School. When I come out the locker room for practice every day, it's, it's a reminder of what I would one day aspire and I would like to do is I'd like to, I'd like to be in the Pro Football Hall of Fame in some capacity. I'd really like to be inducted. But can I just, you know, can they show my picture, say my name, do something? It inspired me every day. And what I'm telling you is that there are young men all around the world now because you got USA football and they're playing American football all around the world now. You have young men that are aspiring to one day be in the Pro Football Hall of Fame, but they know in order to get to the Pro Football Hall of Fame, they must first make it into the National Football League. And this week, some young men for the first time in their lives put on a uniform for the NFL. That is just, that is just living a dream. I just want to share that experience to some of you out there because I want to inspire some people. Because there are some people out there that I don't know what your dream is. 
But I know that you can't give up on your dream. And, and, and there's times where you know that that dream is out of your reach. Father time may let you know that. Or just life itself will let you know that chances are you're not going to live that dream. But for young men across this world, there's a chance that you can live your dream. And some young men are doing that. They're living their dream. And I just want to tell you what that's like. Forget the draft. Okay, you've been drafted. Or maybe you were not drafted. See, that's one thing about it. In the National Football League and in NBA and Major League Baseball and all that, yeah, you're dra- Nothing like having your name called on draft day. Because there's a difference in those who have their names called and you don't have. It's disappointing when your name is not called. But when you get a phone call because your agent says he's completed a deal and you are now being offered the opportunity to go to training camp for some team. I got to let you know when they called me, they called me before the draft was over and I just was like, yeah, maybe. Really, I'm being honest now. Maybe. I don't know. I got to think about it. I was, I, was, I was devastated. And then I got that call before the draft was over. And, and here's the thing about it. So that's a beautiful experience to be drafted. And then after you get drafted, you go through that process of signing a contract. And when you're signing a contract, even those things are they're, they're great experiences. But that's not the experience that you were dreaming about. You weren't dreaming about signing a contract. You weren't dreaming about, maybe you, you dreamt about dra- getting drafted. But the signing of the contract, no, that's not worthy of a dream. Because you sign contracts a lot of times in your life. You get an employment contract, you sign a contract. But you don't get drafted by an NFL team. Except if you're being drafted by the NFL. So that was worthy of a dream. And then you go from that. And then you find yourself in a position where you sign that contract. And then it's time to go to minicamp. You go to minicamp. And, and, and minicamp, that's okay. You experience that. That's all right. But then what happens is comes training camp. You officially are a National Football League player. You put that helmet on. You buckle that chin strap. You lace up them cleeks. And you walk outside and you hear that noise. Oh, that's a beautiful sound. Oh, that's a beautiful sound. Oh, you hear them cleeks. It's like high heels. When you see your beautiful girl, your wife, your daughter, your girl, whoever walking towards you, she got them. You hear them cleeks. You know how it is. So, so, so that's what you're hearing now. You're hearing the sound of your cliques making that magical sound, and you going to the practice field. You're walking past these little boys so that, that they are you. You see them, and their eyes, they see you. In your eyes, you see them, and that's a magical moment because there's a little boy now who's asking you for your autograph. You've done it at the college level. It's not the same thing. This is the ultimate. This is the big boy dream. You're living it. You're a National Football League player. Nothing, no experience in the world. I don't care. Having children is unique in itself. You can't compare your children to anything. So we ain't talking about excluding having children. 
nothing, nothing, nothing like this feeling that you get. Walking out that locker room, going past those fans and them little boys and little girls and big boys and big girls saying your name, waving, congratulations, welcome to the team. Wow. We're going to talk about that. Living the dream is not over yet. We got two more segments. You listen to Rail of Sports on the Voice of America Network. I'm in Phoenix living like it matters. We're going to take a break and we'll be right back. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. So Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga Racecourse. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the three is very much the one to be. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely disagree. Spicer, especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins, next week I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. All right, you hear the music, you know the show. Rayella Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters. Hey, listen, uh, what matters to me is there are, man, there's a number of young men. More will be coming in today, tomorrow, you know, the rest of the week, living a dream. For the first time in their life, they will be on the field as a part of the team of these 32 National Football League teams here. And it's, it's no doubt there's nothing like it in this world you would ever experience. For those of you, a friend of mine once told me, he said the next best thing to playing the game and winning is playing the game and losing because some people never get to play the game. And that, that experience in itself is priceless to get the chance to play the game, to get a chance to, to have that uniform on, uh, to represent a team, but to live your dream. So whatever it is, you know, take, take the example of young men who, who decided at a very young age that there was something that they wanted to do and they were relentless in their pursuit of their dream. They started at eight and they didn't finish till they were 22. That's 14 years they put into it to go after a dream. You know, most of the times, you know, you know, there are some people, I, I do have a good friend, she's an attorney. Uh, when she was a little girl, she said she wanted to be an attorney. She became an attorney. Um, you know, a couple other friends, you know, they, they had some dreams that they realized very early in life, but most times they don't. Uh, shout out to Mackenzie Mack. 
and Mackenzie out there in, in Hollywood, you know, when she was five years old, uh, she was she was drinking, she was singing at last and, and sung it like she was the the, the lady who sung it. And uh, and I forget the lady's name at this time, but uh, Mackenzie sung that song like that at five years old. She's living her dream in Hollywood. She's in pursuit of her dream in Hollywood now. But she's got a couple of small parts and got a bigger one coming up. But what I'm saying to you is, you know, there's so many reasons why professional athletes are, are, are looked up to as, as role models. And, and, and more for the reasons than those that are pointed out is the reason that they put their eye on something and they never take their eye off of it. They are so focused on doing that that it is, is such an inspiring um, example of how one pursues something that they truly have a passion for. Many times people are looking for blueprints to do things, and there doesn't appear to be many of them out there. But when you look at these young men, I tell everybody, you know what? It, a lot of times when you see young men that have made it in the National Football League, it doesn't surprise you. I mean, there are very few times in my life that somebody's ever said to me, oh, yeah, you know, uh, he played. And I'm like, really? He made it? Th that doesn't happen. Because if you've got a chance to be around that individual, particularly when they are young, when they develop their habits early on, you see it. You see greatness. Greatness displays itself in their pursuit of their dream. You see it. They run longer. They run faster. They jump higher. They work harder than anybody else. The thing that is consistent with those who achieve greatness is their work ethic. They put it in. You can't expect it. Everybody wants to be famous and nobody wants to put in the work. You've heard it before. It's not unique. I didn't say it. Somebody else said it. Shout out to Kevin Hart, I believe. Philly boy there. You know, I spent some time in Philadelphia a long time. Second home for me. Yes. Everybody want to be famous. Nobody want to put in the work. You see somebody who's great. You see somebody who's, you know, who's a judge. You see somebody who achieved a Ph.D. You see somebody who's an entrepreneur. Look back over their years and look at what they did. Look at when you were looking for them, where the hell did you find them at? What were they doing? They were, they were doing the best they could to research, to study, you know, to, 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 to put together some type of prototype. They were pitching. They were always talking, demonstrating. They were showing that they believed in their passion. When nobody else believed in it, they believed in it. When nobody else believed that, you know, how there's such a thing that I this internet radio thing and I'm going to find a company I can do it. Nobody believed when I was saying this when I was back in Philadelphia in 1997, you know, 94 when Gabrielle was born. Really? Internet radio? Internet TV? Internet period? Anything? No. Nobody's going to want to do that. Nobody's going to want to sponsor that. Nobody's going to want to be a part of that. When I was sitting in, 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 our, in our rooms studying film. I was just thinking, wow, we're studying film. There's somebody else who wants to see this besides us. We could put this on DVD. This could be on television. Next thing you know, Hard Knocks is behind the scenes, showing you behind the scenes. In the National Football League, the Houston, Texas. Yeah, check it out. Watch these young men. 
Those of you out there who can't play the game, watch these young men. Work hard at what you want to do, the way they work at what they want to do, and you will achieve the same thing in your field that you choose, that they choose in their life. It's not a football player that's putting a uniform on for the first time ever as a National Football League player that didn't work as hard or harder than anybody else. He definitely worked as hard, but most of the time you can believe he worked harder than everybody else. And all of his teammates will tell you that. These people who who have a sense to think that athletes are prima donnas and they have a sense of entitlement. Well, let me say this to you. You know how you get a sense of entitlement? You only are entitled to something that you earn. You don't just get stuff. The hell, where'd that ever come from? A sense of entitlement. Well, if my benefit package says to me that if I do this, if I achieve this, then my reward is this, then I am entitled to what I achieved. That's where the entitlement comes in from. It's not a sense that, oh, I'm just supposed to get this. No. You knew that if you reached a certain stature, then you, yeah, that's part of the package, the benefit package. You're entitled to those benefits. So if you come in expecting them and you walk in like you think you're going to get something, it's because you already put in the work. You put in the work, you get the benefit. These young men are living a dream. That's why people like sports so much. Because so many people have tried it. They know how hard it is. Everybody doesn't try to be an attorney. Everybody doesn't try to be a PhD. Everybody doesn't try to achieve, you know, uh, a CPA. Everybody doesn't try to be a nurse. Everybody doesn't try to own their own restaurant. Everybody doesn't try to, you know, to be, you know, a scientist. I can't think of any kid that when they grow up that at some point in time if he's a boy that his dad or his mom doesn't give him a ball. They want him at least to learn how to play. Just play a little ball because you know what? That, that gets you away and out of the house to do something so they can go back to doing something normal that they did before they had children. Because once you come into their lives, their lives are just consumed with taking care of you. So they try to find some other things you can get involved in that will give them some of their time back. But eventually, believe me, it'll happen. They'll wish they had all that time that they let you spend with other people. They wish they had it back. But I'm saying to you this. Everybody tries to do that thing in sports. We we all try to do it. Some people achieve it. Some people get to live that dream. Vicariously, we get to live that dream through them as fans. We root for our team. We don't root for the other team. Somebody could play for the other team. We hate him. He comes to our team. We love him. He's on our team. There's a lady out there. I told you I was going to say a little bit about There's a lady out there. She, she, Jen, I think that's her name. Jen, I don't know her last name. I did my research. I've been hit my head a few times. Arizona Cardinals, she's a coach. She's coaching. She's, she is living her dream. There's other women out there that probably wanted to pursue that. For whatever reason, mm, the glass ceiling just couldn't be broken. Did she break it down? No. You know what happened? There's been women kicking on that damn door for years. Kicking on it. Kicking on it. Kicking it hard. She just so happened to be the one who kicked on it and it broke. 
and she got in. She's not, there's nothing magical about her. She's not the greatest coach there ever was. She's not the best, probably not the best female coach there ever was. She just so happened to be in the right place at the right time. And she got her chance. So what she can do now and what she must do now is she must deliver. That's what these young men got to do. Yeah, we draft you. Yeah, we sign you to a free agent. Yeah, you're on the team now. Now it's time for what we call in the league, I call in particularly, this term where it's position production. You're a position coach, we need production from you. You're a position player, we need production from you. See, because we know how much production we need in order for us to achieve our goal. And if there is a lack of production from the position of what you're responsible for or that you coach or you play, then you're letting us down. We got to improve the position. We improve the position because we get a different person in there. So right now, yeah, is she carrying the weight of all women on her shoulder? Yes, she is. Why? Because it's her. It's her time. She must do that. She has to live up to the expectations that a woman can coach just like a man can coach. Is that a lot of pressure? you damn right it's a lot of pressure. But guess what? There's a lot of pressure on that person out there that's playing quarterback too. There's a lot of pressure out there. Do you know these young men who have this uniform on their back, this helmet on their head? Do you know when they get in a preseason game, if they miss one tackle, their dream has been severed. They're a cut. It's done. Out. It's over. One mistake. You get one chance, that's it. So yes, the future of women coaching the National Football League, is it directly on her shoulders? Hell yes. Is it heavy? Yes. It's real heavy. Can she do it? We'll see. Mental strength. This game is played between the ears. That's all it's about. She, like all the rest of those coaches, they don't have to get out there. They don't make one tackle. They don't throw one pass. They don't run, not one time are they going to rush the ball. But what they have to do is they have to get their men prepared mentally. Somebody else is getting them prepared physically. But mentally, they have to have them prepared. So that's what she, she has to have the smartest position players to make her look good, to go out to execute. And if her players, it's all a part of coaching though. The players have to execute the game plan. If they don't, the coach is the one. That's the coach's fault. So now she has to spend the extra time. She's got to put it in extra. Remember I told you you can see greatness. They work harder. They work longer. She's got to work longer and work harder than any of the other coaches. So she can stand out, open up that door for some other women to get in. That's right. There's going to be more women. And there's going to be more to the show. But right now, we're going to take a break. You listen to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters. And we'll be right back. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. 
So Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga Racecourse. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the 3 is very much the one to beat. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely despise her, especially at 1-2. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine-horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to Win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins, next week I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. Now you can take your favorite Voice America radio program with you anywhere. Sign up for our mobile app if you have an iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. The Voice America Interactive Radio Player, powered by Aircast, gives you the freedom to listen to any of our programs anywhere, live, and on demand. No registration is required. Listen to your favorite Voice America hosts and discover new ones. Download the Voice America mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry, powered by Aircast. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. You hear the music, you know the show. You listen to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix living like it matters. What matters to me today is that there are young men here in the United States of America living a dream on a team in the National Football League in full uniform for the first time in their lives. See, there's some things that, that are every NFL player experiences for the first time. There are just some things that, that they have different experiences. But then for others, it's the, it's the same experience. And that is you go to training camp and you put on that uniform for the first time in your life. I'm not talking about somebody who was a free agent last year who got cut and is now paying, trying out for you know the Cleveland Browns. And no, I'm talking about the young man who just came from college who for the first time ever is on the National Football League team. For the first time ever, he and all of his teammates are going to get dressed and go down on the field and stretch and get ready for practice together as a team. That is mind-blowing. Nothing like it. Can't, I, can't even, I can't stop to compare anything else that I've done in my life that made me feel like that. I really felt like I was living a dream because for that moment, it's not about if I make the team, at that moment, I'm on the team. You are, until you get cut, as I said, you are a member of the National Football League. It's, it's an experience that you could, there's other experiences after it. But after all, this is what you dreamt about. This is what, to be on the team, you're on the team. You're not cut. You're not trying out. Not to this day, because this day, <laughs> you're on the team. You're on the team. 
You've made it. You are part of a National Football League team. Nothing in the world like it. I'm only trying to get those out there who think that they can't do it to just stop and think, maybe I can, just to put the work in. Because Father Time's going to come along and there's going to be a time where you're going to be too old to try to realize that dream. But if you're young enough and you thought about the fact that, you know what, I've seen such and such and, you know, he wasn't that big or he wasn't that tall or he wasn't that fast or he wasn't that strong or, you know what, but he worked hard as hell. You know, and he was, he was a pretty smart kid. And I'm telling you, if you got some athletic ability and you smart and you want to put in the work, and you got a heart that's bigger than your body, regardless of how big your body is. Think about it, man. You can do it. You, you can, there's a place for you out there. They'll find a place for you. Because one thing you can't do is you, you, you cannot measure a man's heart. You never know how bad somebody wants something. You can assume. But sometimes when people do some supernatural things, it's because they, they, they just have a passion and a desire and they want something more than the person in front of them. And that's what, you know, a lot of times that's what football is. It's a, it's a game of inches. It's really who wants it. Who wants it the most. And then you take that and those are transferable skills that you take that same attitude into life. It's like, what do you want out of life? Do you really want it that bad? Are you willing to make those sacrifices? Are you willing to work that hard? Or are you going to give up? You going to quit? If, you, if you're a quitter... Or you're going to give up? Don't try. Don't waste the time. Let somebody else have the uniform. Let somebody else have the job. If you don't want to give it your best, you don't want to be the best, don't take the job. Don't do it. Let somebody else do it. If you want to be the best, if you want to change things, if you want to become the best of all time, if you want people to believe in your heart and in your mind that you don't believe that there's nobody better than you, but it's in your heart, it's in your mind. You're not necessarily saying that. That's arrogant. We're not asking you to come on to be some arrogant SOB. That's not what this is about. We want you to as they say in Missouri, show me. Show me you want to be the best. Show us you want to be the best. Because then we'll have the best team in the world. So those who are out there in those training camps, I don't care if you were a first-round pick or if you were the first pick in the last round or if you were the last person chosen in the draft or if you are a free agent for the first time in your life, you have a chance to make your dream come true. You're on the team now. You have another dream to make the team and to be a part of that team. And you can do that. This isn't impossible. I'm sharing this with you who are listening because maybe there's somebody out there that you that you are close to that 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 one day you you see they have the potential but they need, they need support, too. They need people who believe in them. They need people to support them. They need people to take them to practice. If they can't go to practice, motivate them to tell them, well, you know, maybe you should run to practice if you can't get a ride. You know, maybe you should walk to practice. It's, it's all just, you know, conditioning, you know, for you to make examples of something that would make them think about, hmm, that could be helpful. That could be good for me. You know, they're burning calories. You know, let them know that he may be bigger than you, but give them an example of, you know, David and Goliath. You know, find something to inspire these people to tell them that there's greatness inside of them if they just reach deep down inside. 
That's all sports is about. You know, there's sports related to inspire you to do great things off the field. And that's what we do. If these athletes can inspire people by seeing them achieve a dream on a field, then maybe we can achieve a dream. After all, who said we could go to the moon? We did. Who said we could find a vaccination of, uh, you know, some type of cure for HIV? You know, something to at least delay the effects. You know, now we're working on some things for cancer. You know, we're working on some things for, we're working on some things, I pray to God, for CTE and concussions. You know, you know, for those other debilitating diseases and, and, you know, birth defects that are, you know, that are happening to people out here. You know, we can inspire the medical people. People can be inspired by other people that are willing to make tremendous sacrifices to do something beyond anybody's imagination. When everybody thinks it's over with, somebody finds a way to make a play. That becomes one of the most memorable moments in history. Certainly in sports, we saw it with the New England Patriots. Thought the game was over with. New to Seahawks that won the championship. Super Bowl champs. Didn't happen. Somebody made a play. So all I'm saying to you, living the dream. That's what these young men are doing today. They're living the dream. And I'm, I'm, I'm just happy that these young men are living the dream because it's, I got a chance to do that. So you're hearing this from somebody who's just not, and I have nothing against journalists. I want you people to understand, I, you know, I provide sports commentary. You know, I went to the Ohio State University studying on communications and, you know, and, and I, I just want you guys to know that I'm, this is my opinion. But there's a perspective I can bring because of my experience. And so when I share that with you, I'm telling you from my experience what it meant to me. I'm sharing it with you so you could perhaps maybe encourage somebody else. See, athletes don't show up and play football the way we play in empty stadiums. The inspiration comes from people, from people who walk and talk and breathe just like we do, human beings. But you motivate and you support and you inspire, you encourage them to do things that they don't even believe they can do. When you see a great play, players don't make the same great play time after time after time, but sometimes they come up with some of the best plays ever made in their life. You inspire them. You cheer them on. You encourage them to do their best, to give their best, and then hopefully they'll make you feel good enough that you'll do just the same on your job. And if you just do just the same on your job and they do the same on their job, hey, this will make this world a much better place, won't it? I certainly believe it will, and it could be. But I'll tell you what, uh, next week I'm going to spend some time talking about the Pro Football Hall of Fame. See, I, I'm, not, I'm not in there, so to speak. I wasn't inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. But, you know, I've I got a couple of highlights in there. there. There's some people that are in there that know my name. You know, <laughs> you know I, I'm just going gonna, gonna to be honest. Uh, there's some great players, the greatest of all time. I love them. I'm fans of theirs. Man, I'm fans of, you know, everybody. But I, I'm going to be a fan this, you know, uh, Will Shields and Jerome Bettis. I'm, I'm going to be great fans of theirs because those are men that I've met that I know, spent a little time with them. They probably don't know me. You know, everybody, we, we forget each other. I'm just, but they've done great things on the field and off the field, and I'm happy that they'll be inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Um, come, uh, I think it's August oh, 10th, 9th, maybe the 8th, one of those days. But I'll be there. My hometown. The Hall of Fame City, Canton, Ohio. Next week before I go out there on that plane, I'll be here in the studio 
talking about Hall of Fame weekend in Canton, Ohio. Nothing like it. You've been listening to Ray Ellis Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix living like it matters, and I'll see you next time, which will be the best time. Thank you for spending this hour with Ray Ellis Sports. We hope that you've enjoyed today's conversation. For more information and to write Ray, visit RayEllisSports.com. That's RayEllisSports.com. Be sure to join us again next Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern, right here on the Voice America Sports Channel. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaSports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.